0: podcast starts welcome to and now the podcast starts which for the first time in its illustrious history has neither dan nor howard but it does have me ian and also coming up kirsty and stella and we got together via zoom to talk about dashcam the new film from rob savage friend of the podcast who kirsty used to teach uh, back in the his a-level days i do believe Um, But yeah, we're very excited about Dashcam, um, which is coming out Friday, June the 3rd, which is the day of release for this podcast. So coming up is the trailer, and then we will talk about it in a non-spoilery way. And then we recorded Gemma and Jed, the producer, talking about Dashcam and then after that we'll come back and the three of us get really into all the spoilery details which if you haven't seen this film you should not listen to because it really is a film that's best watched unspoiled. So over to you Trailer.
1: Hi, I'm Annie Hardy and you're watching Vancar, another day in paradise.
0: I just needed to take my friend somewhere nearby.
2: This is Angela, her and I, taking a trip. You. Oh, did you find me?
3: Oh. Shit. You
2: should go see her, she's alive.
0: So that was the uh, one of the trailers, the audio of the trailer, obviously, because you're on audio, uh, to the amazing dash cam. Uh, well, I think it was amazing. What did you guys think? I've got Stella and Kirsty with me and no Dan. Um, <laughs> for the first time ever in the podcast history, I yeah. think. It's just weird. He is,
4: he is still alive. We yeah. should make that be known.
0: Yeah. He He's not just gaffer taped in the corner. <laughs>
4: In my podcast <laughs> oh we could um, do anything, couldn't we? <gasps>
0: we could
2: <laughs>
0: cunt, 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 cunt. i'm I'm editing it <laughs> So it's me that's got to to beep it out um so yeah, so dash cam um we'll we'll talk about our sort of our sort of non spoilery uh, impressions of it, and then we'll then we'll go into our interview with Gemma Hurley, the writer, and Jed Shepard, uh, Jed Shepard, the, uh, the producer and co-writer. Um, and uh, and then after that, especially with this film, as we say in our interview, it's quite hard to talk about without spoilers because yeah. you don't really want to spoil it. So honestly, if you haven't seen this film already, don't listen to our spoilery bit. Watch <laughs> the film first, because yeah. the more unspoiled you are, the better. I yeah. would say,
5: yeah.
0: So, uh, so Kirsty, um, I've already spoken to you when we were interviewing Gemma and Jed. So, Stella, you're the person who's I do not know what you thought of this film. What did you think?
4: What did I think? Well, the short answer is I really, really enjoyed it. It was, it it had lots of things that is obviously can relate back to Host, and like the the pacing was excellent. There were, at no point was I thinking, "Come on." on, let's do something. And it, it rattled through all, the, all of the set pieces really, really, really well. The one thing that I would say about it is, with when I watched Toast, I was genuinely afraid and it was definitely a, right, I'm gonna turn all the lights on, <laughs> I'm gonna check that the doors are locked and then <laughs> never speak of this again. <laughs> um, but with Dashcam, I think I, I was, I really enjoyed it, but I didn't feel the fear as much. And it made me have more sort of oh, moments rather than, yeah. oh, I'm really, you know, I'm looking around, watching host, I was looking around my house for mm. something, whereas with Dashcam, it, it, it was a different experience. And I think yeah. the, the thing that I found the most interesting or brave, or I'd like to know what you guys think about this, to have a lead, the lead female protagonist. Have her so abrasive and say, like, "Oh, this is interesting like do how how am I feeling about this person all the way through and i couldn't I couldn't decide all the way through how I felt about her. I know how I should have felt about her, but i, I don't know I don't know <laughs> it was really really enjoyable, but I slept fine <laughs> the night that I watched it, whereas after I watched host that was not a good night's sleep. <laughs>
6: Yeah, but I mean Annie's, you know Annie Hardy, and again I think it's it's really interesting, isn't it? That again they kind of come down with this sort of film where the characters are kind of, or mostly, well Annie obviously is kind of, named, mm. yeah, is is playing a character of her own name and is playing a version of herself. Um, you know, again without being spoil- spoilery, it's really it's a really interesting characterisation. She seems like a really singular character. in Yeah, the, uh, I can't think of another character like her, um, but I might be wrong, I just might have not have seen as much as I should have done, but I think certainly there, and again we'll talk about it as well, is that kind of relationship that you have with her, um, mm-hmm. I think it's meant to be sort of a it's meant to be an uneasy one, it's meant mm. to, be, uh, you know, a kind of which way do we want this to go? Was yeah. <laughs> in the beginning I was really sure about how I wanted it to go and then I found sort of somewhere, somewhere in the middle, I can't pinpoint where. I kind of thought, no, I'm kind of like I'm 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 rooting for you now, regardless yeah. of all that stuff. So
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well it's weird because Slasher kind of at its roots kind of has a weird it's sociopathic thing to it in that the people that we're watching getting killed are all the cool kids that horror fans don't like. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> nerds make horror films and kill cool kids that they're jealous of. It's kind of one way of reading, um, one way of reading slasher movies, isn't it? Which is why, especially when they were completely gloves off in the seventies, they were yeah. kind of misogynistic as well. They were kind of almost what we, you know, incel movies um, in a horrible kind of way. But um, but then came things like Halloween, where where the you know we've got Jamie Lee Curtis and we don't want mm-hmm. her to die, and we she's do. cool. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so Annie Hardy, the fictional Annie Hardy, um, and I've only, I don't know about you, but I've never heard of her before this film. Um yeah, me, me neither. a lot of what we see, as we'll see in the interview, a lot of what we see is apparently who she is in real life, up until the point where she doesn't vote Trump and she's she's I don't know she's they stopped short of saying she was an anti she wasn't an anti-vaxxer in real life, so think <laughs> she is. Um but apparently she has lots of wacky ideas and wacky ways of looking at the world mm. and maybe in that sort of piss takey kind of way mm. um, that some people have in that, you never quite know whether they're talking shit or if they're, yeah. if they're, uh, if they're being stone cold serious. Um, but as a fictional character, she was, I couldn't take my eyes off her. Like she's yes. just, yes. it was so fast moving. I think to be, if I was trapped in a lift with her, I might want to kill her, but, um, <laughs> but uh <laughs> but as somebody to watch on a movie, she yes. was kind of like, I don't know, like David Huless in Naked in a horror film yeah. and a fast-talking American r- r- rapper, you know,
2: yeah,
6: absolute
0: bullshit way of looking at the world, but really good to watch yeah. <laughs> in this crazy film.
6: Intriguing though, wasn't there, by it? It intriguing. And I think there's something about the last, you know, kind of two years that sort of, you know, seemed to have bought these characters into being in maybe a little bit more kind of profound way, that that just not, like, that kind of question of how much of the, if the character is, you know, genuine Andy Hardy and, and what, what isn't is really interesting. And I, and I think that it's more intriguing if we don't know where that line is. Yeah. In the same way that, you know, when we're watching hosts, the kind of believability of those, you know, those young women playing versions of themselves in some way is, mm. is interesting. Um, and again okay, not horror well kind of horror adjacent even you know kind of Boba I and mean, inside you know that kind of sense of mm-hmm. what is constructed what isn't what is the performance what isn't it's really you know interesting and engaging in a way of you know kind of um, you know, connecting with your audience in a way that that you know kind of conventional presentation of fiction where we know there is an actor doing a performance and this is all you know yeah. doesn't
0: the same way there's you know that kind of that distance is close and you know a little bit through doing that kind of thing yeah, yeah. They've, they've, they've 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 nailed they've obviously rob's obviously uh nailed in nailed you know what he nailed in host and getting a performance out of people playing close to themselves that improvisation yeah. and that carries on into dash cam just in a totally different tone yeah and i think yeah. I, I agree totally Stella. i wasn't scared of this film but i was thrilled by it
2: yeah
0: um yeah. i was yeah. like it is a trip but I yeah. and I think if you maybe you'd be freaked out if you're the sort of person that had a low tolerance to blood and snapping bones and all the rest of it because <laughs> I know my, wife, my, wife, my wife my wife couldn't sit through host and she wouldn't be able to sit through this for different okay. reasons because mm. because the gore would make her want to throw up right. um, whereas yeah. we're kind of. That's, that's kind of fun for us, isn't it? Yeah,
4: so going, way! <laughs>
0: But I was there going, yeah, wanting to high-five the filmmakers, but I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't scared per se. I was jumpy, mm-hmm. but I jumped a lot all the way through it. Um, but, you know, and, I, and, I, and I, I totally rate this film, but I think Host is also something special that's like bottled, yeah. bottled magic, which is yeah. quite rightly launched. That's the, that's the Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. you know, for its generation. It's Absolutely. Ghostwatch for its generation. So it's, you know, God, we should all have a problem of having to follow up on something almost perfect. Um, but I, yeah, I really, uh, I, I, I really do like Dashcam. But um, yeah, maybe I would have liked to be, if I'm being picky, would have liked to be more scared. Mm. But that might, but that's not what the film is about, is it?
4: Yeah. So, so with Host, I was genuinely chilled by it. Mm. But with Dashcam, it was more of a, what is happening? What? Yeah, yeah. What? All the way through, and it just and it escalates really nicely. Yeah, and it felt felt well balanced. And mm. you know, in in the age of looking at your phone and being distracted and stuff, I wasn't. Like, I was on it for the whole thing. And I think these days it's quite rare for me to not start pissing around on social yeah. media.
0: So that, yeah. said, that said, there were some really creepy moments. Mm. You know that I think I think maybe that's just our taste, but. I did like it when it got quiet again, and it was oh my God, there's a woman in the road because yeah. it's been a, it's been a bit sort of you know roller coaster, yeah. and I liked it when it slowed down a bit, mm-hmm. and host was like that a lot, most of host was slowed down, like you know like paranormal activity,
2: mm-hmm.
0: short bursts of loudness, but mostly it was creepy, creepy. Someone creaking open a door,
6: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, hairs, the hair on the
0: back of your neck, standing on it, yeah. kind of thing. But um,
6: I, I had a conversation with Rob, and I'm not sure if it was for this podcast or just elsewhere that we were sort of talking about kind of his sort of fondness for, for horror, that's sort of like kind of roller coaster rides. And this felt mm. very much more that kind of style of, and and they're chucking a lot of stuff at you, and it's like you don't quite know which way it's going to go next, mm. but you know it's going to keep moving and keep sort of throwing things at you. And it very much I think in, in there were part of it again, non spoiler but there's a part of it where they go to a particular setting which really seems to evoke that. Um and it made me think of a little bit of um as above so below, which I think has a sort of similar uh
4: yeah
2: you know,
6: uh-huh. kind of, yes, and I know that he's a big kind of big fan of that I yeah. really enjoyed that film. So I think that's kind really of good. you know it maybe explains the difference sort of Tony. But you know, he's got this, yeah. you know, different budget, isn't it? And got a different set of circumstances. Oh yeah. Um and mm. I would really, and again, not spoilery, but um, the I'm really, you know, we said in the interview about, what, you know, i mean, looking forward to seeing it with an audience. I'm also looking forward to seeing it and just paying a little bit more attention to the, you know, because it's this social media interface, the kind of commentary that comes yeah. to the the viewers as you know, as everything is unfolding. Um, you know, I wonder what Easter eggs or what, you know, kind of additional stuff is, you know, that I didn't notice because I was too busy watching yeah. what was going on <laughs> on the screen. Well, I was um, sure. going to ask
4: you guys about that and I've written it down here and I just scrolled question that I was trying to write whilst watching. It says, how how do we feel about the text on the side? Does it add to it or do you find it distracting? And I think, well, the answer probably is you need to watch it more than once. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because I kept, I watched it on my laptop, so it was, you know, the screen was quite close to me. So, and it made me think of when I was watching, um, remember Spree that was on Netflix with yeah. the guy in the car, yeah. and there was loads of text on that. And I watched that on my telly, which was on the other side of the room. And I was like, I can't read any of that. I'm gonna have to go go and sit by the TV and I, I don't want to. And <laughs> um, so I was just wondering how, how do you feel about the text on the side? Do you think it's, it absolutely?
2: Well, I don't I don't think more? it was
0: built in. I don't I don't think if you couldn't read that or didn't read that, you missed anything.
2: Yeah.
0: But then I was making notes all the way through. There's there's lots of in jokes for lots of horror movies. Yeah. Um, as you're going on, which to even mention them probably will be spoilers. But um but it's uh but I yeah, but um but they they weren't in the script. They weren't an essential part of the they were no. they were things that were being added on later. Yeah. To sort of um and I, I think we're weirdly used to busy screens, aren't we? We used yeah, to
2: absolutely. message
0: yeah. messages popping up. But yeah, with Spree, that might be a fault of Spree that we're talking about in the things that you were supposed to be able to read you couldn't. <laughs>
4: yeah. Because the same with um you know other things like Unfriended or Unfriended Dark Web, both of those films I did also watch on my laptop on a table in front of me so I could mm. look at everything. And I and I did try to watch again one of them. I can't think which one it was either Unfriended or, or the second one. Tried to watch it on my TV and, and I stopped it. So I was like, I feel like I'm missing bits of the film. Mm. So, so, I don't know, I just, I don't know. I think, and, and I've never seen any of these. I never, didn't see Unfriended in the cinema. You know, obviously I didn't see Host on the big screen. So I wonder what this busy screen with text and other things and tabs going on, what does that play like in the cinema?
6: yeah I the, know. they're kind of really selling this as uh, a film that you should see with other people and i agree i think it mm. you know, can be really entertaining
4: everyone will be screaming
6: <laughs> yeah no i agree and i, I think that there's you know uh, you know all those ones you just talked about and three as well there's a sort of you know and and arguably what made, made ho special is that sort of sense of well you kind of we're kind of watching it as if it's a zoom call yeah that we're having or we're part yeah. of um and so you know that, that that changes sort of like the, you know, kind of spectatorship dynamic, doesn't it? Mm. That, that sort of, that sort of things arguably working better on the sort of smaller personal screens rather than the, you know, kind of collective. Mm. Big screens. It's, really, it's really fascinating, I think, though. Yeah.
4: Mm. But yeah, having, having seen Dashcam, I would like to see it in the cinema because of all of the ah! moments that, you know, <laughs> I, I would hope that the cinema audience would be you know, really engaged and really loud and be one of those films where everyone's yelling and, and yeah.
0: So. I I mean, hope, yeah. And also there. if you sat in a if you sat in an audience there'll be people that actually find the gore really affecting. Mm. Whereas we're we're probably a bit blase about that sort of thing. Whereas <laughs> you forget there are people who will literally be screaming and wanting to yeah. watch it at certain yeah. sections. Cause Yay. some of the uh some of the effects are amazing. So You're kind of just take them for granted. But um some of the visual effects are really really good yeah. um, as, as are the cast as well I mean uh a lot of uh, a lot of the cast of hosts are sort of in it, but they're sort of in blink and you'll miss it although Gemma Moore is there as the girlfriend yeah and it was, um it's her mate Amar um who uh, who plays stretch that we see most of the way through the yeah. film and uh he's first rate, but he's in loads of things at the moment he's like in yeah. the Willow. he's in um he's in oh he's playing an android in something he's just been in um another prime thing that i don't watch that's called the wheel of time i think it's called but i, I just delved that for out of my brain yeah he's in the wheel of time which i haven't seen uh, i watched the first five minutes of that and thought this looks a bit naff and turned it off um have you seen the wheel of time no <laughs> no no, no. No, some people, it like, some people have, I've not seen much about it. A few people have said they're glued to it.
6: I think I think the they're like the end. I mean, again, adjacent now, but the the end of the first episode is sort of compelling enough made to, that, that got us together go a bit further with it. But yeah, ultimately, I sort of ran out of ran, ran out of steam with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, but um, but all the actors are just uh, first rate, and yeah. and like we said before, Annie, Annie Hardy. This is her first time doing acting, I think. Right. And uh you know, because she's a she's a pop star or rock star, musician, singer, songwriter, rapper. I don't um, know. <laughs> long standing. And I've never heard of her before because I'm old. <laughs> um but yeah, but it's great seeing everyone from host popping up. Um Salem Baxter. Um who's also who we also uh also love as the person who was, you know. Doctor Who Doctor Who's mum in a recent recent Doctor Who episodes.
4: Oh,
0: she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she didn't get to return in the last series. They regenerated her as someone more famous, Cracker's wife. Um, but uh, but yeah, but Salem Baxter's brilliant. Faith Faith King so I was just looking for her name there, um, who plays the lady yeah. who's in it. We probably have to talk about more in the spoiler section. But she's fantastic and uh a lot younger than than you might think. <laughs> There's a lot going on with the uh with the makeup and the effects yeah. and things in this. But yeah, yeah. But a uh, and also as we say in the interview, James Swanton is back who plays the
6: uh no, he plays things.
0: He play who play who plays the demon in uh in host.
6: Yeah.
0: Uh but he's back. Um and we'll have to talk about what he does in the spoiler of it. Yeah. But um,
6: I'm, I'm feeling like the, the, that threshold of the spoiler conversation. Yeah,
4: I think we're ready for
0: spoilery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should we? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's go and um, let's go and see what um Kirsty and I chatted with Gemma and uh, and Jed just a couple of days ago, and uh, and then we'll come back.
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah. So hi Gemma, hi Jed, and absolute congratulations on dashcam which I watched Thank you. last night, and I think you... Did you watch last night, Kirsty? I did, I did. did. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh. I think, uh, oh, no, it was the night before, wasn't it? But I, as I tweeted, absolutely mental. What, what a <laughs> movie. Yes, that's fair yeah. <laughs> what a movie, um, I think that's on the post though Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: <it's> absolutely <laughs> bloody mental
0: I was uh, I was definitely uh, I went and started watching it again because I was like what that was amazing and uh, straight back to the beginning to see how it all um, so one of the first things that struck me was it's quite hard to talk about because the, mm. it's a trip and it's almost like you don't want the audience to really know what they're in for
2: mm, so no. uh,
0: so to avoid talking about the movie whatsoever, um, but I'd say um, <laughs> I, I'd say how did it come out of host? Because obviously it's got host. Host was this amazing thing. Made me, um, you know, kind of ch- sort of. It was such an important part of lockdown for me and many other Aww,
2: people yeah.
0: uh, and yourselves. Um, uh, and that's because, that- because of it, because because of it, I've, I mean, I've just been chatting to Gemma Moore on Twitter because because of it, I. I hired Gemma to be in a audio horror that's coming out in autumn of my own. Nice. Um, Gemma's
7: the best. Yeah, yeah, and
0: she she's just amazing. And so obviously, and she was just saying she had she had such a she hasn't seen the new edit yet, so she's dying to see it. Um, but she was just saying she's um, you know, she had such a good time on the shoot. And uh, and is it right that um, she, did did you get in? Did uh, did did Amar come through um come from because she said she's friends with him? Is that how he came onto the shoot?
7: Yeah, so um, I Gemma has a podcast, and I met Amma because I produced the first episode of a podcast, and so I sat there, and her, her guest on that on that day was was Emma, and I just this guy just seemed straight away this guy is so interesting, and they worked together on a um, on a previous movie, um, so they were they were friends, and uh, we had him in mind. For future projects, anyway. So when when Dashcam came along, uh, we were like, we need someone else with with Annie in the car. Otherwise, she wouldn't have anyone to talk to. Um, so yeah, he was he was the first pick. I think Gemma was think Gemma wanted Daniel Radcliffe or something, but maybe, but like, <laughs> but
1: me, uh, <laughs> hey, this yeah. yeah, I was like, no, 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 but. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, wicked. I mean but like yeah it's you're, you're right Ian it's really difficult to talk about um what the hell Dashcam is I mean for me it's like how, how to describe it it's um you know it's about a real person but like a Annie Hardy who's a rock star she was uh-huh. in a band called Giant Drag in the 2000s but um this is like a very blown up um horrible version of of who she really is. It's like an exaggerated comic version of her almost that she's playing, which is quite a good sport to do that. Um, so the story, you know, uh, stuck in lockdown in America, down on her luck, sick of everything, escapes to England to see her old band friend, Stretch, who's played by Omar And um, she takes an honor offer she should have refused and things spiral out of control for both of them as they live stream a night of horror um, along the kind of creepy back roads of England and uh, all hell breaks loose. Um, you
7: described it way better than I than I could. <laughs> there like we first. go, got it, got it. I didn't, <laughs> didn't
1: say anything, but hopefully you get a sense. What that, it's like it's like a horror meets the American road trip film, you know, yeah. it's yeah. that kind of thing.
6: Can I ask, obviously, we, um, we didn't speak to you, Jed, um, uh, around host, but we did speak to Rob and we spoke to, to, to Gemma later um, about host. And I'm just interested in like how, uh, kind of came about as a, you know another kind of COVID era found footage film. And to what extent was the kind of era and the the form of it, you know, kind of a discussion, or was it just a you know we're definitely going to do it like this? Or uh,
7: well, I, I've known Annie for about eight years, may, may, maybe longer um, since Giant since Giant Dragon. I used to have a record label and I was doing doing something with her band as well, and uh, she's just been friends this whole time and. Um, In 2017, I stayed with her in between going to uh, Sundance Film Festival, where me and Rob went to with uh, Dawn of the Mm Deaf. So I was staying with Annie. She does this band car thing for real every day, drives around the car, raps. She she does it for real. So I was her guest that day. I was doing the beats on her iPad while she rapped along and people were giving comments. And I was like, this is like a movie, driving through LA, doing beats for Annie, who's rapping about the, the craziest stuff. And I was just like, hmm... And I spoke to Rob, I pitched it to Rob and said, Rob, you really need to check out what, what Annie Hardy is doing. He was the founder of Giant Drag anyway, he knew the band, same mm-hmm. as me. And um, and yeah, we just came up with this idea and we pitched it, we put it into a treatment and we pitched it before host, before we'd actually even even met Gemma. We pushed it around, but no one no one was biting because it's kind of crazy, as as you know. <laughs> um, and we hadn't really proven ourselves, only in short. So we kind of understand why people didn't want it, but Um, post host um, there was a clamor for what we were going to do next and we just knew we wanted to do something that was different from host but still set in this uh, our our current world because I think horror is best when it's when it reflects society and what's happening Mm. now and so we uh, so yes we built this horror film around uh, Annie Hardy um, and we put all of the elements we love from horror films, and um, and Gemma brought something that we didn't have before, and yeah, it's it's it, it became it became this dashcam. It became something that we wouldn't have been able to make pre-host, but because of host, yeah. we could.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Demo, I remember when we talked to you about host. Um, you, you hadn't really you hadn't you were, you were then asking how do you write a script. You're sort of asking the Twitterverse: How do you how do you write a script like the one you just? How do you for host? Oh, you mean
1: how, yeah, do, you how do you format, format a script sorry, yeah, yeah. for screen yeah, life? I, I think
0: stuff. you know how to write a script, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, how do you how do you format a script for this sort of thing? And was that was that sort of the first part of you trying to get to grips with how the hell do I actually? But is this more scripted? Well, um, I
1: mean that that's. I see, I see what you're asking. So that was a a weird thing because for hosts, there was no actual official script written. It was all a sort of, Mm -hmm. uh, it's called a a scriptment. scriptment. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know what that means, it's like a sort of a really detailed bullet point, (laughs) basically of a a plan to make a film. And then we had to like, how do I write this into a a screenplay format? Um, And my answer for that was like, don't worry about all of the, um, the details of like, oh, and uh, and then on the screen, we see comments and making it, you know, cause they're essentially like camera movements, which you don't want to see in a screenplay anyway, just write mm-hmm. it like a story and like leave all of that up to the director and the team really. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we did when we were, cause when we did dash cam, instead of writing it a scriptment on Google docs, we did a, a more of a scriptment on um, final drafts. We used the collab feature. We're still on zoom. None of us would in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just doing it like that. And it was just, you know, write it like a normal story and ignore all of the kind of like detail about like, oh what do we see on the screen and things like that, which is just extraneous information that isn't that frightening or engaging.
7: Mm-hmm. In, in fact, I think when we wrote Dashcan, I hadn't, still hadn't met you in real life, right? We hadn't met No, no,
1: yeah, we went, we had a premiere, we went to the premiere of host at BFI, so I met you once.
7: Oh, okay, well, right, right, right. Yeah, just we met
1: once, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We are living in, a, I've still never met Kirsty. Oh wow! we doing this podcast <laughs> for the whole of lockdown, and they live like thirty miles down the road. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> not
6: actually met
0: yet. It's, it's our modern, it's our modern way of being. But um, but the um, it's a lot. It's a lot of it. How how? Like with host, you did a lot of shooting and stapled it together. I noticed there's a lot of people with their faces blurred out. Are they genuine members of the public? That was it. Was a lot of moments that just sort of happened during the shoot and. People like the, the guy with his ass out riding on a bike. Is that was that a real person or was that was that staged? Or how, how, is, is there a mixture of moments like that?
1: I think that's more a question for Rob because um, mm. we went on set. But like, I mean, mm. that we can what we we wanted to keep this as authentic as possible. I, my mm-hmm. feeling is that some people in this film are members of the public and mm-hmm. some people that that um that that scene with the naked guy on the bike um, is definitely something that really happened to Annie in real life. Okay. I think you can even watch it on her, on her pog on her show, on her oh, wow. on Bancar, On Banker. yeah, you can you can find that episode, and that really happened to her. A lot of this stuff is like things that's loosely inspired by things that um, Annie's like talked about or have happened to her, and we try right. to make it in that sense. We try to make it as like this is you know as real as possible as we can make it.
0: Yeah. How did how did how much of the character of Annie, as we see on the screen, is is sort of your creation? And how much is it did you know, making her an anti vaxxer, making her giving her the Trump hat, how much was a, was that a suggestion of hers or or how much how much of that came from you guys? Good,
7: good, good question. Um, the version of Annie you see on screen is not the real life Annie Hardy. Um,
0: the impression it, I've got from googling
7: it, <laughs> yeah, it, it is the it is the exaggeration of her. She's she's obviously not going around killing monsters and stuff. She's mm-hmm. not. A, she is one hundred percent not a Trump supporter. She did not vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that she is into. Uh, weird and wonderful theories about the world in general and she likes (laughs) to uh, give people uh, nuggets of information. She still texts me like almost every day with with a new theory about something strange and wonderful that sends me down a rabbit hole in YouTube so um, she's just one of those curious people and I think it's the type of person that we need to um, kind of support because if everyone was the same then the world would be boring but she's a really colourful character and she was so was so happy that she played along with this and um and let us almost uh you know create this version of of herself that is is larger than life um and it was like it was it was a collaboration as well so it wasn't just us telling her what to do it was her being able to express different parts of herself the more cinematic parts of herself and uh yeah and most of all which wanted to make it fun for everyone yeah, yeah know, it's,
0: just, it's just amazing <laughs> she's, she's absolutely i could yeah. watch her all day she's amazing
7: yeah
6: I, I find myself kind of like at the beginning with the you know the kind of the the more political kind of aspects kind of go you know sort of partly thinking to myself i kind of want to see her suffer in this film which inevitably... and isn't
1: that interesting yeah and it is
6: and yeah I, I was really interested in how my response to her i watched it with my husband who also really enjoyed it but i my response to her changed the film and mm-hmm. it didn't so much. So I'm kind of interested in sort of talking to him a little bit more about why, you know, kind of he still wanted. <laughs> but anyway, um can I ask as well just about the um obviously the uh Rob uh tweeted I like you all to put stuff out yesterday around the BBFC um 18 rating, which seems in this oh. day and age like a real achievement.
7: Because I never even knew that. Okay. so I
1: thought we were are rate, we rated R officially by okay. 18 in the UK, yeah, maybe. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, something like that.
6: Yeah. Um yes. so I was just wondering like to and uh, when I was watching it yesterday, because that was sort of after I'd seen that, I, you know, kind of looking at particular moments and going, oh yeah, that, that'll be why, that'll be <laughs> why. Um to what extent was sort of going for, you know, the kind of the top rating or the most exclusive rating in terms of age restrictions? Was that a kind of a decision that you could have actively pursued or was it just you know making the film as you wanted to make and it just happened to you know kind of end up being that
7: well um I can't speak for everyone but I know that all of my favorite favorite films are 18 certificate films like the majority of them I'm obviously a massive horror fan Mm -hmm. I like horror films that are unrelenting and don't pull its punches. And mm. and I don't think anyone had in mind. like, hey, okay, we need to hit that hard R rating. We were just like, let's let's make the most fun film possible. Mm. Um, and the the idea was to make the audience in the cinema have a good time and to leave thinking, wow, like that that was something else. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't to get a particular rating. I don't know any filmmaker who's 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 out there going, oh, we really need to hit a fifteen right now. Mm-hmm. We we. Yeah, it, it, well, those we, things yeah. don't matter to me, especially yeah. in the age of streaming, where it doesn't matter.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think maybe towards the other end of the sale, you know, there's you know, often a discussion about the kind of 12A and how, you know, some of the biggest studios want that 12A because it doesn't, you know, kind of...
1: We're never going to get a 12A with Dashdown. <laughs> we,
6: we... No. <laughs> we did not try for it. <laughs> but it seems like <laughs> that kind of, you know, that age in the UK now, you know, it's probably similar in the States, with the R rating is sort of kind of almost like a badge of honor. <laughs> that it can kind of communicate <laughs> to the audience about the kind of experience that they're going to have that they wouldn't have from a, you know, 15 or whatever.
7: Actually, it is a good question. I, I think if this was released in the 80s, this might have been part of the video nasties. Yeah, we, Mary true. Whitehouse might have, actually she would have banned us, wouldn't she? Yeah. Yeah. We'd be on that list.
6: Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, love, it's, I love that look for you. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely got, without, without, obviously we can't go near spoilers, but it's definitely got scenes that I think I've watched a lot of horror films in my life and I realize I haven't seen this sort of thing in a lot of modern horror films. Mm. Like, British bit, modern was, horror films as well. Yeah, I was a bit like, yeah. fuck! <laughs> I, I did swear quite a lot and I was watching it by myself and my wife was upstairs trying to sleep and I was like, fuck! <laughs> yeah. and, I, and it did not make me really go, I mean, I loved it, but I'm definitely going to go and seek out watching this with a crowd.
5: Yeah. Oh, yes. Watching. Exactly. Watching...
0: Watching a crowd of people who are in, into the vibe of this movie would just be amazing,
1: and who just... have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The
1: less it's... you know about this film,
0: the better. I think. It is. Yeah, I'm, don't don't look at spoilers. Totally. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I mean, I, I've not I've not actually watched your trailer yet, but uh, I mean, how much does a trailer give away?
7: Well, th- th- that's a good question because because Blumhouse trailers often give away the entire ending of the film, but. <laughs> We, that they we actually had a little bit of say or i mean we gave our comments on on the trailers and stuff so and not just the only note that we ever had was let's not give away too much in the trailer let's keep mm-hmm. it ambiguous and they they delivered i think the yeah. trailer i think the trailer is really good it doesn't yeah. give anything away no. um just shows it you it's going
1: to be a batshit film basically yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah it's impactful yeah. i mean and almost in a way if i did start saying the things that are in it which i'm not going to but it's almost like they're, they're to be seen to be to believed anyway. It's basically,
2: yeah. it's, <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I just back that's the word mental. It's yeah. just, I, it's just what? I mean, um, I mean, I, I almost want to say, um, I mean, another, another part of your team you've got back in is James uh, Swanton, mm. um, who, you know, we see for about five really important seconds on host. Um, yeah. More than that. But, um, but um, again, just. Talking about his his uh, his contribution is almost at risk of spoiling it, but he's in it.
7: Um, he, and yeah, he's... Also... In
0: absolutely made my skin crawl. Just amazing.
7: Well, so he was years. in Salt as well. I don't know if you saw the short Salt though. No, we did, no, no. but he's uh-huh. he's in that as well. You notice there's a there's a type of character he plays in every single one of these things. Um, <laughs> he he is just the best at doing that and that the, there was really no other person we would rather use and his contribution to, to horror in general, British horror, mm-hmm. can't be understated. Like mm-hmm. he, like like in, in decades to come, people will look back at the James Swanton monster verse yeah yeah oh, really? the verse and just be like this this guy did everything this 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 guy had it all oh,
0: there'll, um, be, there'll be there'll be panels with him in a, a <laughs> retrospective of oh, oh, my so. God, all the all the uh all the amazing horrible horrible things he's portrayed on screen oh yeah it's mm-hmm. just uh it's just uh it's just superb but it's um and uh and i, I love i love that you've got everyone from all your all your host all your host cast are in there um which is uh mm-hmm. uh obviously gemma 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 is Gemma's features gemma features a bit more prominently as stretch's girlfriend but it's just great seeing it's just great seeing them i mean was it was it was it just a sort of case of you were just right did you put it together quite quickly after host and you were just like right oh, we'll get you could do this, you could do that, you can be the flight attendant, you can be the bride, you can be the, you know, all the different people that are in it. Um without spoiling it too much, just to sort of get them in it. Um
1: I mean, like from my perspective, it was like it was like a month after host came out that we started developing this film, mm-hmm. you know. So it was still very early days and I'd only met as I said, I only met Jed once and Rob yeah. twice, I think. Um, so we were just really high on fumes, I feel yeah. like from, from the exhilaration of it all. And it was like, yeah, let's just, how can we do a testament to host and also do something completely new that people might not be expecting us to do? So we, you know, you just try to, to tread that balance, I suppose.
7: Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And, and also the, the, the most important thing is they're our friends and working yeah. with your friends is the, is, is the best mm. thing you could do so uh getting them all involved again is it's just natural it's, it's just yeah
0: natural. yeah well as we see we we feel like they're our mates as well just from watching them all on host because they're just yeah just the yeah. whole that's that's one of the magics of host it's not just the scariness it's the it's the human factor and it's just mm-hmm. uh but you, we, you know you've, you've worked with them on your computer game projects recently and i've, I've you know, see on Twitter when you were filming, filming all that. And uh, is there, yeah. is there, is there more in the pipeline? Um, the girls. Yeah. Are, you, are you? Are you? I wonder if are you, because host host is Zoom and this was live streaming. Are you? Are you? Do you think you've got one more, maybe a tr- to make it round it off as a trilogy, make it one more of this modern technology ones? Are, are you scared? Are you maybe? scared of the success of these, you might get stuck being people that have to use modern technology or you're going to break out.
7: Nah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, nice <laughs> problem to have, obviously. I think between <laughs> us, we we, we have a, We have enough movie ideas to last us an entire lifetime. There, yeah, imagine there's no do, yeah. sign of them running out. And as long as people keep funding it and, and letting us do it, then we'll do it. And mm-hmm. uh, just regarding the, the, the five host ladies, like, you, you'll you see, like, even later on this year, besides the video game, there's something else that I, I did uh, with sh- with Shudder, um, uh, part of Scare Package 2. They're in that as well, all five mm-hmm. ladies. Uh, all five, actually, first place you saw those five ladies in that formation together is in a short that I did before Host called Multiplex. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when they all, those five came together. And then not too long afterwards, um, they all, all popped up in Host.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they and they they also just work together so well <laughs> I'm with you guys. It's brilliant. Well I was just gonna say I was just reading as well, um some industry news. You know, you've you've been picked up for everywhere in Cannes, uh Japan, Baltic states, all over the place. So so it looks like Dash Cam's going uh, going amazing. I mean you must be again, you're on these fumes, Gemma. I mean it's uh <laughs> from host in you know, just was it two years ago host came out
7: yeah and now yeah, yeah
0: now that dash Cam. july
1: 2020
0: yeah yeah and now dash cams dash cams going all over the planet because mm. uh so so was that just a blumhouse person who was at? um it was at can none of you guys have been out there
7: well it's it's just um a sales company that that Obviously, Blumhouse got on board to to sell it to all the various different regions. We saw it with Host, like it started off in Shudder and just Shudder the territories. Then we got a, a French uh, sales company involved who called Charades, who uh-huh. sold it across the world. So. It, it was all over the world. The, the one thing I'm going to be looking forward to is host was called all different stuff around the world. Mm. In 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 Russia, Russia. it was it was called Astral Online. In Mexico, <laughs> it was called Don't Pick Up the Phone. It, 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 it's crazy. So I wonder what dash Dashcam's going to be yeah. co- called. Don't get in the car. Yeah. In, in like Peru or
0: something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? Was it Japan? They just called it Zoom. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which is like right.
7: okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it kinda kinda of, kind of makes sense, but I mean host is just the perfect name for, for that because it has multiple mm, connotations. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. No, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, it's been a pleasure meeting you guys uh well seeing you guys again. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, like and, on um Zoom. and Kirsty. Yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice um, to meet I'm you guys. Sure, we'll, we'll, sure we'll have a catch-up when we can go all spoilerific. Yeah. Overview, <laughs> overview of Dash Cam. Bring it later on later on and it's written, it's run. Yeah. But yeah, we'll uh we'll we'll run and get this edited and out in time for June the third. Awesome!
7: Thanks so much, yeah. guys.
0: Just around mm-hmm. the corner, but yeah, brilliant to see you again. See, see you. See you. Time.
2: Thanks, <laughs> Ian. Thanks, Kirsty. Bye. Thank
0: Bye. 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 So that was me and Kirsty talking to Gemma and Jed.
4: Yes, weren't we good?
0: <laughs> yes, were we,
4: fantastic? Kirsten? Amazing,
0: <laughs> amazing. And uh, I totally forgot to mention. As soon as we got off the call, I was like, "Oh, I meant to mention." The uh, did you have you guys watched the credits? Um,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, the absolute filth that comes out of I mean, <laughs> I Annie Hardy's, but for Jed and Je- for Jed and Gemma, it's particularly graphic. Um,
2: <laughs> it's a sort
0: of special honor. It's uh, I, I, I did write down what it was, but it, I wouldn't be able to say it anyway. But it's absolute filth, so yeah, uh, definitely, worth, definitely worth, worth, uh, worth staying in the cinema for, yes, uh, just to uh, yeah, she's. Uh, how much i I don't think she's pretending that much Annie hardy she seems like a very strange and compelling woman um (laughs) and her mind's in the gutter um but yeah but yeah we're now in spoiler territory so if you're still listening then you're you're an idiot if you haven't seen the film because you really should see this film unspoiled but the uh the, the trailer doesn't really give too much away but even that tells you the tone of what you're going into in that it doesn't, but it, it doesn't stay quiet for long. It's not like, no. it's not like you need to sort of say to somebody, yeah, stick with it. Cause it's like really quiet for two hours and <laughs> yeah. it's mad. It's literally quite mad quite quickly, isn't it? But even yeah. her, her energy is kind of a bit frenetic anyway.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: Like, so, so what did we think about her as a, what did we think about the movie, the stuff we can talk about? Like the fact that it was the parasite and and something was possessed you know something was infecting these people and
6: yeah I really love of
0: zombie movie
6: yeah I love the kind of sort of Lovecraftian turn that it took I kind of you know again what what the for me one of the sort of strengths of it is that there's no exposition there's no nobody explaining anything what's going yeah. on yeah That's actually like, because you're going to think in, in that kind of social media sort of format like she wouldn't know she wouldn't know what's going on so why should why do we get an explanation either um, no, no,
0: no, it was like Cloverfield in that regard, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah,
6: um,
0: Cloverfield. You kind of, I, I'd heard, oh, it's it's a sort of Lovecraftian thing, and then you watch it, and it's lots of people running around.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and and the Statue mm-hmm. of Liberty being flung around, and I'm like, when's this going to be Lovecraftian? Because um, it seems to be Godzilla, um, but I also liked it. But it okay. was, but it was, uh, it was very much an act, basically an action movie. Um, and this this has a sort of similar, although much gory, sort of vibe to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Amazing special effects happening very quickly. Um, yeah. There were there were a lot of scares when I think of it. There were jump a lot of jumpy scares. Um, but you know the levitation in the tree. Um, the,
4: out of the water.
6: The one out of
0: the water. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Oh,
4: yeah, the one out of the water
0: that there that was the yeah. one and something. <laughs> some of the, some of the, um, I mean, the fact that her, um, her, her lips were, you know, when he took took her face mask off and her lips were,
2: yeah, were, uh, sort
0: of yeah. sewn shut, um, yeah. was was a pretty grim thing to see.
6: I I particularly like that the moment where it's as she's sort of driving away at the end and thinking that she's going kind to of go and then we sort of see Angela in the running running, catching up with her and like like that was properly creepy kind of well constructed you just saw this looming figure yeah yeah yeah
4: drive faster
0: (laughs) yeah yeah no there was there were loads of cool stuff I mean I really liked the you know the sort of white fingers and the the parasite as he's called that James Swanton was playing
2: yeah
0: is uh is just you know creepily double jointed uh, like you need from these things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I assume that was Teddy being set on fire on the bonnet.
4: Yeah. Well, from, that, uh, was, that was my favourite e- effect or the bit that makes you go, oh, my God, because I yeah. didn't, I think maybe I, I'd, maybe I had looked away slightly, but so there's the crash, mm. and then everyone's kind of doing, the you know, the thing where everyone comes to. And then it took me a few seconds to realise that it was, he was through, He'd yeah, yeah. come out of his car, through their windscreen, and I was going, "Oh my god!" And then he was on fire. I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> yeah, 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 I found that particularly yeah. um, rough to watch. I think yeah. all, all the rest of it, I was just like, Ugh, uh, uh. "But that." Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: No, and it was, um, was awful. But, you know, yeah, was I did just- swear a lot in a good way. I did go, "Fuck."
4: Yeah, me too. I kept going, "Fuck!" <laughs> oh shit! Uh. <laughs> oh,
0: like when team. um when Angela's mother gets a wrist snapped. Yeah, yeah. In the thing. That was that made me that that got in a reaction from me. It, yeah. yeah. None of it, none of it scared me, but it was like, I can imagine watching this. This is why we want to see it in a cinema. <laughs> we want to hear that brilliant
2: <clears throat>
0: yeah. um, noise yeah. that horror crowds make. Yeah. Like we're watching a boxing match. <laughs> but it's like, <clears> ooh. <throat> and, and a bit of an applause for some
6: It's obviously the kind of, you know, the, the sort of slightly more kind of, you know, um visceral body stuff. But <clears throat> Beginning, which is like, you know, I think for me, yeah. that kind of reveal was like, oh, okay, this is the kind of film this is going Yeah, be. yeah.
4: This is where we are, is it?
6: This is okay. where we are. <laughs> but it was, you know, kind of really affecting as well. And that sort of, you know, I, I, I haven't kind of processed it all yet, really, but I'm sure that there will be discussions around, you know, the kind of, you know, some of the kind of casting decisions around kind of racial dynamics around, you know and how that might, you know, kind of play. Um, but I did, you know, kind of when we first get intro- introduced to her and she's, you know, this kind of, you know, clearly vulnerable. To Angela. Yeah, Angela, the kind yeah. Of really kind of very vulnerable mm. elderly woman who seems, you know, dementia. And gone. Sick, and then just, you know, it. And then, and then giving her to, you know, to Annie, you know, who is... Yeah proved to herself not to be a particularly, you know, kind of um, compassionate or caring character. And I just, like, at that point, I, for me, that's when the sort of, the the dread of the horror starts to kick in. Not only mm. that question of what is this character going to be and what in what way, you know, she can be the source of the horror, um, but also how is she going to be, you know, kind of neglected or abused or, you know. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's, that's the side of the film I'd like to... I'd like to watch it again anyway because it was yeah. a bit of a rush um it was you know it was very fast and um but yeah but i'd like to sort of pick apart the exactly why did she give her a load of money to take
2: yeah was
0: she just fobbing her off was she just getting rid of someone she couldn't be bothered with no was it was it a setup um because yeah. because i've just been looking at reviews and it's been getting. I think it's been getting not bad reviews, but it's. I don't think it's been getting as high high marks as I think it should do. Mm. And I think that's because people are watching it in a rush, and they are watching it once,
6: yeah,
0: and and maybe they're not taking it in. It's quite a lot to take in in one city. Yeah.
6: And I also yeah. think it's probably you know is a clear sense of of whilst trying to be clearly genre. In terms of what it's doing, I think there's also a kind of sense of trying not to play by the rules as well. Um, mm-hmm. That will frustrate a great many people. I think probably there's going to be a lot more love for it within the you know kind of horror community, like us, rather than general critics.
0: Yeah, but but I think that's um, I think that's true of yeah most good horror films, isn't it?
2: Yeah. If, yeah.
0: if they pleased everybody, then they'd probably have failed as a horror movie.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know,
0: this is this has got an 18 certificate in the UK, which is quite hard to get now. Mm. You know, without being pornographic, because that yeah. seems to be the only thing we, we give 18s out for now. Yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah, it's um so it's impressive in that way, and it's just, it's an old school, and it'll be watched over and over again. Sometimes you want a movie that delivers in that way, in that oh, I want to show this to somebody and it will freak them out. Mm-hmm. and uh they'll, they'll you know the right audience this will be great to go oh what should we watch let's oh, have you not seen Dashcam? oh man
2: yeah. you
5: know in a few yeah.
0: years be like oh man let's watch Dashcam because <laughs> it's it's fun and it'll be and you know it's it's fun but it's fun but horrible it's not it's not like the texas chainsaw massacre which is just horrible this <laughs> no is thing. a good this is a good party a good party horror
6: yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And it, and because of that lack of sort of exposition, there isn't a really, you know, it is. I think it, it all probably did quite well on, you know, few days <laughs> sleepovers. In yeah, absolutely. You have to spend, you know, time paying attention to, you know, kind of every detail in order just kind of follow. Um, I'm looking yeah.
0: forward to showing this to my kids actually because this all, will... <laughs> well, because cause if I show them stuff and I'm like, this is a really classic horror film, they go, oh, boring, just
6: so
5: shit.
0: Um. Like I tried to watch The Exorcist with them the other day, and they said it was too boring. It was too much for them. Like the boring, the boring. Yeah, right. They didn't get anywhere with it. They just found it boring. You Whereas I boring. show them this, I showed them Host, and they loved it. Yeah. And they love Paranormal Activity and that sort of stuff. And and if I show them this, they'll be impressed.
6: Yeah.
0: yeah. Whereas you know, I'll have to wait for to show them Don't Look Now and The Exorcist and <laughs> cerebral horror movies that Guardian readers like
6: yeah <laughs> part of you sort of saying that kind of makes me wonder about whether you know kind of to what extent the, the response to it is a sort of generational thing that you know in some ways because of its sort of social media presentation and because of its lack of um lack of exposition and lack of sort of you know kind of developed characterization around Annie in terms of why is she this way and where does mm. she come from and where does she go and whatever it's kind of you know it's it's sort of you know it's TikTok isn't it and you know it's just this is what it is, this is what I'm presenting to you, and we're just gonna ignore all that other stuff yeah. that we would normally get.
0: Yeah, I was I was trying to I was trying to I was trying to work out afterwards if making cause she cause she's a she's a very believable character. Mm. But I was trying to work out if narratively she'd been built into it, it, what was what you know, if she hadn't been a Trump supporting anti-vaxxer, mm-hmm. would there have been much difference to the film? it's someone it, I mean it would it, on the surface it would have been different because she would have been a different character, but in terms of the the vehicle of the film which is you need someone who's driving around with with a zombie in the you know with a parasite woman in the back mm-hmm. and all the shenanigans that happen, do you need you know Annie Hardy being wearing a trump hat believing in all sorts of shit? Does Please. did that play? I mean, in a weird way, it reminded me of all you know. You know, all the Hydra stuff came out when there was, there was that 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 sort of strain of anti-vaxxers that that it was this 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 thing of an alien alien that was being injected into us with AstraZeneca was oh, I had that was one. went went vi- went went viral in the sort of QAnon community, and it yeah. kind of made me go. It was the sort of start of this kind of what if people like Annie were right is mm-hmm. that kind of what yeah. the the sort of fantasy was? so they're kind of taking the piss out of them but at the same time going what if they're right what if, yeah. what if these, th- this think. is what happens when you're vaccinated
4: <laughs> I think, for all, I think of her, all of her, all of all of her obvious political ideas would you know, was know, making me sort of recoil from her quite a lot, um, mm. but then tied up in all, her political ideas, it seemed to me to be mainly centred around, this is all bullshit, and it's, that's the attitude that I think we kind of have while we're watching the film, this sort of, this is, this is bullshit, what is happening, what is that, what is that, this is ridiculous, this can't be happening, and her, her, mm. her ability to, to brush things off and so and to collapse laughing at a couple of points after something horrendous has just happened she starts laughing yeah sort of it it drags us through the film and i think that's why we were saying before we kind of end up rooting for her a bit because we mm. need we need a fuck you attitude to get through mm. all of it because mm. it's escalating and escalating yeah. even though her her general personality is abrasive as hell Someone mm. who wasn't that abrasive, they wouldn't have got that far. So we kind yeah. of need her to be going to the world because
0: yeah, yeah, where,
4: where would we be? We yeah. wouldn't have an hour and ten minutes film.
0: Yeah, her 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 ignorance is is her armour. Yeah, it's her superpower.
6: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> much more believable. Final girl, isn't she? Than than yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. who are you know, demure and you know and, and innocent and you know. <laughs> That we didn't know they had from the beginning. Well, it was with her, it's really clear that she, you know, is prepared yeah. to go against things. Is prepared to kind of fight for what she, you know, thinks is right or yeah, whatever. You prepared know. to have a scrap. Try,
2: like, yeah, yeah. I've
0: never quite believed that being on the cheerleader squad means that you're probably going to be the, the have the best survival skills. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine you're probably quite fit, but um, but yeah, yeah. but um,
4: but but good cardio.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, yeah. So, so, so as a final girl, she was really interesting. In like yeah, saying, yeah. as in, as in, she, she, she's totally believable. But then they kind of, instead of making her, oh yeah, it's good to see somebody who's like one of us, who's like the sort of sort of woman who would be like into horror. Oh fuck, she's a trumper. Yeah, she's, she's horrible. <laughs> just, just a mess yeah. of her heads. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny. You know, Gemma and Jed were very quick to say she's she's not into Trump. Like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so secure of our so secure of sort of our audience that they assumed we'd all be offended by it, that no one watched them again, oh cool, she's one of us and I like our mm-hmm. movies too. Cause I bet in America, you know, you just have to look at the fan community and see how many people get pissed off by black Doctor Who's or or you know, or women flying spaceships in Star Wars or Star Trek to realize America really is divided even in the fan community. Um it's not this like a, a safe little thing where everyone thinks the same, even in horror. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah, I, I thought she was. I, I was just, I was just trying to work out in my head how much, how much she was, uh, who she was as a character played into. But I think what's weird as well, because when you think about every other Final Girl, they're almost just blank slates, aren't they? They don't have yeah. a lot going on.
2: Not much stuff, personality. Stuff,
0: stuff is put onto them. Yeah, they are. They are. They are ciphers, and they're stuck in a situation. Mm -hmm. And the the best of them, you know, in in a way, Annie Hardy's got more. The fictional Annie Hardy has got more in more in common with Jamie Lee Curtis, in that Mm -hmm. they are, you know, her character in Halloween, as in they are three dimensional women in a horrible situation, and you Mm -hmm. kind of believe that they survive or don't survive or fight back. Yeah. They're not, you know, they're, so they're both not just, you know, the blonde cheerleader surviving to the last reel because yeah. of plot armour.
4: <laughs> yeah, because it needs one. Kirsty, before you, you were talking about where you felt you flipped in terms of. Yeah. Uh, and then now I'm rooting for her. Like, where, where was that in the film for you? Because I, I can't figure um, out where it was for me at all. I'm not I need entirely to see.
6: sure. But I think, thinking about it now, so, when they get to the creepy fanfare place. Yes. And something happens to her, then she, she ends up with a teacup. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Um, what's <laughs> his face? What's his name? The, girl, the guy? I'm terrible for names and I'm tired. Am I? Um, yeah. Am I? So, he, um, he does the thing that she does at the beginning, you know, kind of gobs in, in his hand and smacks her awake.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
6: Me, I think that might have been the point where I go where well, I sort of went okay she's you know she's broken she's put herself all back together and you know she just she's just got this endless fight and mm. you know she kind of travels through all of this with a you know a kind of uh like you said a kind of you know cynical sort of disbelief around everything um but it's just you know it's her tenacity and her drive and you know that 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 it's really compelling you know, yeah. and, you know because it's not a huge character development in terms of like she's not you don't get the sense by the end of it that she's kind of broken psychologically by it and, you know, or has found this deep well and, you know, is going kind of <laughs> to rise into the challenge. She's just, you know, dealing with everything, you know. And yeah. She, so, like, at the beginning of the film, that that quality is really, you know, it's not something we're kind of looking up to, I think. Mm. So, you know, when she goes into the restaurant and she's just like, I, don't know, I am wearing a mask, it's an invisible mask, and, you know, Yeah.
2: She yeah,
6: yeah. gets into, you know... Yeah physical you know kind of disagreement with the, the, the you know whoever's in the shop um and then you know when she's in in the the takeaway or whatever she's eating the pickle this yeah 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 but I, I was really kind of like oh i just want to see her get hurt like i want i don't like her <laughs> <laughs> you know i, mean, I think that kind of just that sort of level of nasty as things get worse and worse and worse
0: yeah
6: and something it's like you think oh god i would you know Obviously I'm never gonna find myself in that situation, but should maybe, I, I'd want that kind of, you know.
0: Maybe maybe it was to you as a, as a modern 21st century woman, and yeah. Stella. This is how This is how mis- misogynistic yeah. nerdy men used to feel about watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the 70s. I hate that woman, she's so pretty. She'd never kiss me. I want her to die. <laughs> it's
6: like that With that one actually. And I, I had I thought about Texas Chainsaw in relation to this because I remember when I saw that film, but I did want that woman to die. I don't remember what the character was. Um, just yeah. because she was clearly being put in, you know, she was clearly, oh, look at me running around with long blonde hair and with a white shirt without a bra on. And it's just, it was just sort of, you know, misogynistic torture of her. I was just like, I just want you to die because A, you're annoying me um, because of the constant screaming. Constant screaming.
0: That's, 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 that's
6: a. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs>
0: feminist point of view. I want you to well, die because you're <laughs> such a cliché. <laughs> <laughs> when
6: I talk about that, was my first reaction. And I think, you know, my feminist credentials and viewpoints are still <laughs> forming, and this is when I was in my like, <laughs> but it's, you know, I think that there's a sort of sense of wanting her to die because she's too annoying to live. And when she doesn't at the end, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: um,
6: <laughs> and then kinda of, sort of Annie Hardy in this Ooh. Oh, hold on. So something in that is something in my bathroom I'm not going to look at. No, exactly I think you should say exactly where you are. I thought, was, I thought that was Please keep that in the episode as a sort of Yeah. Just... It's falling off the wall in my bathroom. I'm not at all yeah. freaked out.
0: Well, we already had my, my computer desk collapsed earlier, which is why I said fucked <laughs> randomly a few minutes ago. Well, no, that's so it's Stella's that's idea now.
6: Funny.
0: Stella's 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 go next.
6: Yeah, we we're it's all right. suddenly like, oh <laughs> shit. I uh,
0: won't yeah. What's that behind you, Stella?
4: Uh, books I haven't read.
0: You're haunted by books you haven't read. <laughs> How did the mind camp get there? What?
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, um... yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like the anti chainsaw massacre woman, I think. And yeah, yeah. Massacre. Yeah,
0: no, I thought, yeah. um, I'd I'd watch I'd watch a, I'd watch I'd watch a sequel to the Annie Hardy, um, The Adventures of mm. Annie Hardy. Um, if there was a way of having that. Um, but I also thought another thing about it was like host was a document of the pandemic times.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I almost thought it earned its place just by just by that scene you mentioned in the when she's being an asshole about masks in 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 the coffee shop. And in a way, I kind of thought, well, just just having a, this sort of person makes us go, you know, in 50 years we'll go, oh yeah, I remember those arseholes coming out. I remember QAnon. I remember, you know, I remember when yeah. people were so into Trump and it divided the nation and then people wouldn't wear fucking masks, but they would carry guns. Um, in a, the, mm-hmm. in a, it's um, So in a, in a, in a way, it, it's just a sort of, you know, we've all seen, I've been shouted at in supermarkets by slightly unhinged people. I don't know about you. For,
4: For wearing a, a mask. mask. Yeah, me too.
0: And, yeah. you know, yeah. so, you know, in the middle of bloody rural Cheshire, I was in a co-op and somebody went, went, bloody sheep.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was told to uh, take my muzzle off.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
4: why? So they can see me mouthing, fuck you, at like you. What would you
0: prefer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, so, so in in another way, it's uh, it's testament to the uh, strange times we've been living through. I, I I wonder how it's um I wonder I wonder, you know, obviously we all want the pandemic to start easing anyway, but I wonder if one of the downsides to it is maybe this film has emerged not in ideal conditions, whereas Host was literally we're all just finding out what Zoom is. Fuck me, there's a, they've managed to make us scared of Zoom.
2: You
5: yeah. know
0: our, our which is just perfect horror movie. Yeah.
2: You know, I, I
0: think know. of I think you know like we just did then when things started falling off in your kitchen, that made me think, oh, it's it's now we're now in a horror movie, mm. but, which is weird when we're just on this yeah. on computer staring at each other, <laughs> that we yeah. still think of ourselves as being in a horror movie space, in these yeah. little boxes. Aren't but,
6: you um, on the- so that you know, kind of, that's just the setup in the movie, isn't it? Really, that, that it's the excuse to get her to a characterise her as being sort of anti-establishment, mm. uh, as Um, and it's a way of getting her to England in what you know, in a way that sort of feels threatening. But then mm-hmm. I think once they out on the road and she's got Angela, then we kind, you know, we're kind of beyond that anyway. So I think like that, that it will date the film, obviously. Yeah. Um, just in the way that you know, kind of. Any, anything dates if it's got contemporary reference in it. Um, mm. I think the main sort of action isn't really, you know, kind of, it isn't linked to, to, to COVID the way that, that that host was more kind of defined by it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Transition-
0: yeah no. But, the, but the, yeah, the whole scenario of host you would never have come up with. The scenario was- of a host would be a science fiction premise, mm. Mm. you know, right up until the moment it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. It, you know
2: yeah.
0: it, it'd be it, and, and, and 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 you know if host had been made before pandemic any well the script people would have gone mm, i don't think you need this science fiction element of a pandemic it's not adding anything to the horror no. um but because it's now it's a historical period yeah but already dash cam is like you know I, I imagine the marketing people are having a bit of a harder time just going oh it's set in the pandemic which maybe maybe people are less it's less now it's, yeah. oh that's that thing we already want to forget about
4: yeah people are trying to right. move on
0: well have moved
4: on
6: but yeah I think, I, think, I think horror viewers though sort of instinctively kind of are less perhaps put off by those kind of things that sort of you know you go to watch a horror because you're willing to be put in unpleasant places and unpleasant yeah. places in a whole range of different ways, and so you know this this film might sort of seem outdated, but sort of a little bit backwards looking in terms of its setting. But I don't think it's for most most people who would want to see this from, I Don't think it's necessarily. No, good.
0: no, but I, I almost think in in ten years it maybe will be more effective because because oh, it's set back then. It was made back then. And we're, every so often, we'll be used to seeing something set in the pandemic. I wonder when we'll first see the first piece of fiction set deliberately in the pandemic, like we saw the 1st nine eleven movies, and,
6: yeah. you know, oh, when are yeah. we going yeah. to
0: see something that has decided to set itself in these times?
6: Oh, it'll be something about, like, the development of the vaccine, won't it? Some sort of well, phenomenon. I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> The story of the heroes of... and, and Oh, God, yeah. And kind of... Fairly, you know, sentimental and, and romanticized, you know, kind of um the suffering and the emergency services and all that. And not that I'm saying they deserve that, but I think that that, that will be the way that it goes. Right?
0: So, what else have we got to talk about with this movie?
6: So, the ending, the credits obviously, we talked about before. um I was just really interested. In, I mean, obviously, it doesn't tie to the story, you know, but it kind of does in the fact that it's still Annie Hardy, she's still in the car, she's still rapping, she's clearly in a lane there isn't a clear sense of where that is in relation to the rest of the film but i just like the fact that she just keeps going either getting compost or or dropping something off i just i found myself really intrigued by the fact that she you know kind of twice in that kind of stops and gets out the car goes does something and then comes back <laughs> she's you
4: know yeah. multitasking she's a modern know, woman but
6: <laughs> You know what? What are you doing? Like, is that is, is it irrelevant? Is it? I don't know. But it made me I don't know. want to sit there and watch it all until there wasn't anything else to watch because I wasn't yes. convinced the story wasn't yet over.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And the credits are very entertaining.
6: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah. But again, like you were saying about the scariness factor, there definitely wasn't any. Wow, you're so freaked out now. I think they know they haven't made a film that's going to freak you out because they didn't just go right, cut to black and you fucking, yeah. you. you know, they went yeah. like, here's some really funny, here's some really funny credits. Yeah, a it's, uh,
2: know, it's a comedy
0: at the end. It's a you know it's a it's you know it's a fun horror movie rather than a scary horror. Well, host is really fun as well, but in its own different way. But it's not a oh my god, I'm going to sleep with the lights on. It's yeah. fun. It's it's Wow, that was cool. Did you see her lips sewn together? High five. Oh. <laughs> kind of oh, kind of thing. Oh, did you see that bit where we yeah. snapped?
6: I wondered as well about again a relevant thought, but whether or not you if you're going to so obviously there's the Ariana Grande tattoo, which comes yeah. to of report the point. Whether or not yeah. you have to pay Ariana Grande um, to use her name or indeed her likeness as part of a tattoo is not the film. And if so, like How much? You know, yeah, how much, and, and like, you know, what, why did her people kind to go, oh, yeah, no, this is a fine use of my image. <laughs> well, she's,
4: oh, she's, she's in Screen Queens. She oh, plays, okay, so she has She's Chanel number two, I think, in Screen Queens. Yeah. So she, okay. so she gets killed know. by the Red Devil in Screen Queens, so she does have a teeny tiny horror connection.
0: I sadly had never heard of her name till the terrorist bombings in Manchester,
4: because
0: mm. yeah. I'm an old man. But <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: from, what
0: I've kn- from what I've seen of her in interviews and things, she seems quite sound. So
2: mm. I imagine She's if really they
0: accidentally like, hadn't got permission, she'd go, no, don't fucking sue people. Probably some bullshit like that is what I would hope.
4: She's <laughs> quite funny in um, Don't Look Up.
0: Yeah, Plays a version of that.
4: herself in Don't Look Up. She's good in that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe, yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, so maybe she was just like, yeah, cool, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, cool. I love toast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there's a question we should have asked. Anyway. It's weird because obviously obviously must be even more weird for you because you talk Rob Kirsty, but but they kind of feel they kind of they feel like our people who, you know, doing really well. Yeah. Even though I've never met any of them in real life. But then I've never met either of you two in real life. Mm
6: -hmm. So what
0: is real life these days?
6: <laughs> in real life, it's yeah. in this, this format.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're only yeah, ever going to see this part of me. Never going to yeah. see anything else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I ever do meet you, you actually Davros
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've Only got one leg. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool.
6: That's cool. Good to end it, not it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> on that, so, uh, on that so be-
0: before we wrap up, um, what are you, what are you all doing horror wise? Have, have any of you started watching Stranger Things yet?
4: No.
0: I've I've been because because it's half term and I've been looking after my child. I've watched a lot of Stranger Things. Well, he's been on the PS4 and. And it's something we'll have to talk about later. We'll have to do okay. a Stranger Things episode.
4: I've only watched season one and two, and then
6: I was getting a bit bored. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. I love, yeah, I, love I love season three. Season, I, season three is it? better. I was getting I was lagging a bit with season two, and
6: season three much better.
2: Right, oh,
0: season three is brilliant. It's it's um it's all got sort of um oh the body horror and that is amazing. Well,
4: I'm trying to, it's also like melt to movies it, and so.
0: flesh demons and
4: yeah. I'm trying yeah. to get my daughter to watch it. I'm trying to get her interest in it, so okay. oh, yeah, I def- we might start I again from the beginning.
0: I definitely watched season three, and then four. I've seen half of it. Seems to be lots much scarier, actually, yeah. season four. All
4: right, all I right. I'll say. watch the good thing. Good
0: watch thing. it, and then it seems to be. I think this is definitely going to be the end as well. So you know it's finished.
4: Ah, uh, well that's handy.
0: So yeah, so you you're not, you're not you're not you're not you're not committing to something that's going to go on for too long. All right, but that's cool. Well, hopefully, Dan, Dan, if you're listening, because you actually
4: missed <laughs> an episode
0: of being in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, hopefully, we've uh, done you proud, Dan.
2: Yeah. And yeah.
0: see you what next I time. You? <laughs> <laughs>
2: bye,
5: everyone. All
0: right, bye, guys.
2: Bye. Bye.
3: You have been listening to. And now the podcast starts. Produced and released by Ambidextrous Solutions Limited. Presented by Ian Winterton, Kirsty Warrow, and Dr. Stella Gaynor. With special guests Jed Shepherd and Gemma Hurley. Special thanks to Greg Hume for our original theme music and to Brian Gorman for our original artwork. All dialogue and music clips from films, TV shows, and trailers are used for the purposes of criticism in the spirit of fair dealing as defined in U.K. law and fair use as defined in U.S. law. No copyright infringement is intended. Please visit our home on the web, www.andnowpodcast.com for more content and contact details. Or visit our Facebook pages, at and now pod or at Lee Cushing pod. Follow us on Twitter at and now podcast or at Lee Cushing podcast. If you'd like to donate to us, please visit patreon.com forward slash and now podcast. And now the podcast stops.